Hi, everybody. This is Mark Hinman, lead pastor at Hillcrest Church in Jamestown, New York. And welcome to episode 24 of Jumpstart, which is all about giving us the boost we need to keep us moving forward in the way of Jesus so that we can be more motivated and focused and less empty and miserable. And again, today I'm joined by my University of Buffalo college student, senior, actually, right, Luke? I am a senior, yeah. Co-host, Lucas Lassinger. So, Luke, how are things uh, they're, school? They're going very well. It's, uh, it's a little scary to be in the senior year, so uh, you could forget that you said that, and we can just mm. move fast. It, but Pressure's on, right? Yeah. Hey, the real question, though, is, uh, is Grandma Dora sending you anything good these days? She is. So a few episodes ago, I was eating peanut butter balls, right? But today is something I like even more of hers. It's her her number one is her peanut butter fudge. So, yeah, it's it's, it's good. Totally jealous. It's heavenly. All right. So what's on the plate for today's podcast? Yeah. So today we're going to be kind of wrapping up our topic on relationships, a little series we were doing here. Um, And we're going to be talking about communication and uh, constructive conflict, but also listening and knowing when you just need to shut your mouth and listen to your wife and Mm -hmm. all that good stuff. So it looks here in my notes like you've given us two verses. So we're going to change right. it up a little bit. Two key verses instead of one. We're going to be doubly blessed. How about that? Sounds good. So the first verse here is James 1.19. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Yeah, the, James chapter 1 is so powerful. And he talks about being quick to listen. And that simply means that we train ourselves to wait and listen to what people are saying before we dive in with our own opinions. And slow to speak is the opposite of that. It's the other side of that, where we control our words and we don't just blurt out everything that comes to mind and, and avoid the whole you know stream of consciousness approach to conversations. It's interesting, later, James uh, warns us that, that we just really need to watch what we say. He says the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest it sets on fire by a small spark. That's over in James chapter three. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think uh, the idea of um, a stream of consciousness and just blurting out, that's, you're never going to win an argument that way. And that's why many politicians do it, do it that way is because they can win the argument if you don't get a chance to talk. Just um, overwhelm people. Absolutely. But I am a, a spitting example of the fact that your mouth can get you in trouble. And many people who know me, uh, including my old people, they recognize that I uh, need my filter cleaned out every once in a while. Um, and that, you know, I kind of sometimes myself can get into this state where I think I know everything and I can tell you my real thoughts of you at times. Uh, And that really shuts down the growth of relationships. And so I have to be very careful to, uh, you know, dull the knife of my sarcasm sometimes and and really try and grow to listen to people more. Yeah, and I think all of us can identify with that, you know, one way, shape, or form. Now, on on the positive side, when we think about what we're going to say and not say and and think more carefully about listening and talking, um, 
you know, that, that has a positive effect on our relationships and can really spur better conversation. All right, so that's the first verse. Uh, you want to read the second verse for us? Sure. So verse number two for the day is Ephesians 4.15. Instead, we'll speak of the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of the body of the church. Right. So Paul is talking about relationships within the church, but it works anywhere with any relationships, the whole idea of speaking the truth in love. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, part of where my very harsh tell-you-what-I-think-of-you personality comes from um, is from uh, Patrick Lenciani, who's an author and businessman that you and I both really enjoy. Um, He's our favorite uh, business uh, author, for sure. He is, and his biggest way of looking at different problems and helping teams grow is to just let them have it and not in like a negative I absolutely hate you but if you can't say what you're thinking honestly then you don't have trust in your team and it's going to create very political situations and it's you know you're entering the danger zone but you're avoiding the graveyard. Right he he uses that phrase a lot the enter the danger take the risk you know be, being bold enough to enter the danger. And you want to explain what he means there? Others may not know. Yeah, so he's just somebody that very much, uh, you got to enter into the awkward situation. And if you don't feel like somebody on your team is pulling the weight, even if you're not the manager, you need to tell them that they need to step it up a little bit. And if you know you are the manager, then you should be willing to accept the fact that someone else might tell you you need to step it up. Yeah, and, and within other relationships, not just business relationships, sure. it's the willingness to not just go along with things, uh, to not always agree. You know, sometimes we don't we don't want to take the risk, we don't want to jeopardize a relationship, and yet that's not loving, right? That, that's just to just to agree when you know something is patently false or wrong, but to he would say to disagree in love, to do it with respect. And, and that's what the Apostle Paul's getting here. And again, getting at here in uh, Ephesians 4.15, speaking the truth in love. And the word there, again, is our word agape that we talked about what in the last episode. Um, agape is a selfless, sacrificial kind of love where we were committed to the best for the, for the other person. So it isn't at all the idea of tearing people down or beating them up verbally, not that a bit. Yeah. Well, why don't we move into our unpaid commercial for the day? Do you have something you want to recommend on the topic? Yeah. Uh, a website I've just discovered, an organization actually, um, it's, it's boundless.org. That's an online young adult ministry founded by Candace Waters. And I just want to recommend boundless.org. It's actually a ministry focused on the family, and I'm a big fan of that ministry. But there, there's a lot of great content, articles, interviews, podcasts, dealing with relationships and really focused for a younger adult audience and dealing with a lot of the same topics of subjects that we focused on for the past several episodes in this little relationship series we've been in. All right. So why don't we wrap this episode up a little bit? Why don't you hit us with the so what? All right. So the so what is, I, I just want to ask, you know, each of us to ask ourselves, are, am I a good conversationalist? Let me ask you that. Are you, do you consider yourself a good conversationalist? I think I do all right. Um, I do better with my old people. Uh, and I have to 
be mindful of the fact the older people i listen three times but uh but i always have to remind myself to listen a little bit more and not just provide my thoughts on the matter you know i've heard conversation described in terms of volleyball you know volleyball is a lot of fun where where you volley the ball you know the worst situation is where you know you you don't do that you you catch the ball you know the game's over yep yeah taking your toys and leaving is not the right way to go and i think also you know to to use your your metaphor there your analogy um you can't have more than three hits on one side or you lose the point and it's important to get the ball going back and forth across the net Right. So the best conversationalists that I know are people that know how to ask questions and to draw people out and into the conversation and make it about the other person rather than about themselves. I have a very good friend that, that's exceptionally good conversationalist and does that extremely well. I know several people like this, um, but just, I, I would just encourage us today to think about, you know, what kind of conversationalist am I? And ask the Lord to help us to grow in those areas. Sure. Absolutely. All right. So let's, uh, let's pray to that end. I'm going to ask you to pray for us today. Oh boy, this is like high power here, but yeah, we're pushing it up. We're, uh, we're, we're entering the danger here for Luke. <laughs> All right. Well, dear heavenly father, thank you for bringing us together to, to talk about love and relationships and the way you want us to communicate with each other. And uh, I ask that you just help us to be able to communicate with trust and tell people our honest opinions in a loving way and in a way that would make you happy. And I ask just as we all go about our days that you would help keep us motivated and focused and just remembering what we've learned here today. In your name, amen. Hey, and thanks for being with us today. Uh, If you would take a moment to like or rate or comment on the podcast, share it with others. If you want to reach out to us, you can do so at podcast at hillcrestjamestown.com. Yeah, and you can check out our Sunday services. We have services at 845 and 11 o'clock in Jamestown, New York, and also broadcast online. And then we have another contemporary service at 7 o'clock p.m. for anyone that might not be free on Sunday mornings. And that, again, is hillcrestjamestown.com. Hey, thank you everyone for joining us today. It was great to have you and we look forward to talking to you on the next episode of the Jumpstart Podcast.